welcome to the Digital Gold Dust podcast by Sammy Phillips and Lee Tierney. We're here to share stories of life as a conscious creative, what it means to tell your story online, what makes great copy and design, and all manner of shimmering stuff in between. We're united by our mutual love of people with big missions, making waves in the world, and our frustration at the digital dust we were seeing our clients collecting. Let's open today's pot of gold dust and dive into the episode. To actually have a user journey that makes sense. Um, And another benefit of the Fluid Engine means that you can actually do the mobile version separately from the web version. So you can tailor it, which is great. But again, if you're not keeping an eye on that mobile version um, and you're busy tinkering on the web um, version it can come up with some really strange combinations so word of warning to anyone that's uh, I don't want to scare people but (laughs) um, but for me um, that's been quite fun to actually dig in and have a little play around with how that works and obviously um, you can still use the classic version for those that don't want to have um, that freedom so there is both options but yeah it means that I need to probably redo quite a lot of my client videos that I use when I hand over the projects because things are changing. (laughs) Hopefully just a little add-on piece right rather than having to completely reshoot all of them. Mm, Yeah (laughs) quite a different way of way of way of doing it but um, but yeah so I've had a bit of creative play this week which has been nice after all the um, after all the strategy. How about you? Yeah, but that's the point of the strategy stuff, though, isn't it? It's so that you can get back into that creative play mode. It's like, right, so this is my structure and my foundations. Yeah. Now let me play with it. It's a bit like a colouring in book, I guess. Like being able to sit and colour within the lines and have that structure for making something pretty when you, you know, you sit there with a blank page. Otherwise, you go, well, I don't know what to draw. Yeah. Not in your case you're an artist but for <laughs> loads of us who want to get creative on the quick in that sort of make something pretty uh mode the the, the coloring in book with the structure can be helpful yeah yeah it is and and it's quite similar to the website in terms of yeah having that that structure there so that you don't get a little too creative <laughs> go completely off piste with um with some ways of wonderful you know had some clients that kind of like oh I've just got so many things and I want to put them all on one page and it's like oh no we need to just take some of that off <laughs> it's a little overwhelming for your clients so um yeah having that structure at least it gives you some of the the boundaries um of that you can then have some creative play with within that structure yes I've actually had a couple of conversations around that this week so I did a copywriting clinic earlier on this week for uh, Vicky Schilling's Just Start Now membership and there were a couple of instances of the but I just want to put I've got all this great stuff I just want to put it all on this page no this we need to tell a story and we need to make it right really simple for people to grasp what you're trying to tell them and what they're going to get out of it Um, so yes that's been a bit of a theme for me this week Um, in terms of what I've been creating uh I've mostly been creating for my own business this week and for the digital dust digital gold dust podcast and uh, so LinkedIn pulse articles and show notes and the admin that comes with um <laughs> the uh the written side of the podcast because you handle the video editing side um yeah. that works for your more technical brain um and I've been trying to get back into the swing of telling my business story uh, where obviously I had time out for the move uh, which was actually longer really than the actual time that I took out. I, I took my foot off the gas in terms of posting on LinkedIn and email newsletters and that sort of thing. I, I gave myself a lot more leeway which I only really realized when I went into my content calendar which my trusty Mm go-to when I'm like what am I going to post about I know that I need to get back out there and get back out in front of people uh, in order to help more people what the heck am I gonna say 
went into my content calendar this week. Right. I know that there were all these posts that I'd planned for yeah. previous months, let's say, that I didn't <laughs> put out there. Right. So I've plotted them in for the next few weeks. So right, okay, that's that's kind of that's mapped out. Um, I took some content from uh, a bunch of my email newsletters. Right, brilliant. Got a LinkedIn Pulse article right there. Put it all together. Got a LinkedIn Pulse article out. So it's really, yeah, it's been about getting back in the saddle with telling my business story. And I, <laughs> I sent my, uh, well, I set up to send my email newsletter to my mailing list yesterday uh, to go out tomorrow morning. Um, which is basically a, a really honest apology. I've been promising you guys this for the best part of this year. I could tell you that it's because I was moving and that took up too much of my headspace. And I could <laughs> tell you that September seemed like a really rubbish time to be bringing another training thing because every man and his dog seemed to be doing it. But really, I was just really shit scared <laughs> of doing these these what what feel like quite big things so one of them's yeah. a five-day writing habit challenge and the other one is my because I'm constantly wanging on about my content calendar and how useful it is I yeah. obviously want to share that with people and I've been promising to share that Ooh. with people for ages and I haven't been doing it so aside from a couple of one-to-one clients they've they've had a look at it yeah that's your beta but, testing <laughs> yeah let's call it that now <laughs> it's amazing isn't it how you how your brain comes up with all these weird and wonderful reasons why um not to get things out there which is very topical for today's very topical <laughs> so, for digital Lee, are you telling me that you've been collecting a little bit of your own digital dust this week or over the last couple of months maybe mm, probably probably longer uh, not this week. This week, I've been trying to tackle some of my digital yeah, dust. Yeah, um, getting it out there. Yeah. Dusting it off. Yeah, adding a little bit of shimmer and getting it out the door. Um, so I guess, is that you You asking me to explain what my version of digital dust is? Is that, is that where you're going there? Yeah, I think we've both got our own sort of takes on it, haven't we? But I think some people might be listening and being like, what are you talking about? What <laughs> Yes, they might, might they? And that's a reasonable thing to wonder about. Um, I, I think Digital Dust was kind of what brought you and I together for this particular project and formed the basis of it. So it's not all bad, um, but it is one of those things that we've kind of felt needed tackling. Um, from my perspective, Digital Dust is all those things that we collect that kind of dim the shine of what we're doing, whether that's as business owners, whether that's as creatives, uh, whether that's just life in general. So, you know, it's, it's heaving inboxes, it's signing mm -hmm. up to everything and never, you know, having all these freebie downloads, stuffing them in a folder and never actually working through them or signing yeah. up to another course. Um, well done it. Never actually <laughs> doing it. Yeah, I've, I've got a bunch. I've got a bunch of diplomas I've still not finished that I, I need, to, need to work through. Um, I'm not, not saying that I'm not guilty of it. Yeah, um, it's it. paying for a copywriter to write your website and all of your content and then taking that content away, popping it in a folder somewhere no. and it never seeing the light of day or putting your own take on it after, after approving it and working with the copywriter with it and then pushing it out there as something very different to what was created originally. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, Digital Dust to me is is that it's the sort of the noise the clutter the accumulation of yeah things that as you say don't don't see the light of day yeah absolutely and we've all got one of those cupboards in the house haven't we or a loft or something there's somewhere somewhere a box under a bed of the things that you you put somewhere I mean I've got a few belongings in a few different locations <laughs> 
family that are still storing things for me because yeah. I have limited space in this flat and I'm kind of like hmm haven't actually missed any of those belongings I think there's been once or twice where I'm like oh I wish I had that that with me and one of those things was um my dressing up box <laughs> dressing up bag um that during lockdown we did lots of fun zoom things and and my partner did some crazy dressing up video calls with his team on a Friday and I was like damn it I wish I had that wig with me um so I wasn't expecting that but who could plan for a pandemic to make sure that all your random dressing up things that I've kept over the years um which I know that will be coming up in a future episode when we get on to um our Christmas special oh yes Christmas putting special. in a little hint there just to get you to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah collecting things belongings paperwork digital copies of things that get left and forgotten if they're not actioned and put out there and yeah that's super heartbreaking when you've done all that work um for it then not to go out and relay the message that you've so carefully crafted with your clients yeah and and I think you have a similar kind of you have a spin on that in terms of the websites right yeah I've got kind of like two two versions in a way one is a lot of people that I see um the DIYers out there which is nothing wrong with having a go sometimes in the early days you've got to just do things yourself um and it's always good to know how things work but uh the tinkering the endless tinkering <laughs> being like yeah still just working on that website and yeah no it's going out next month and it's going out next week and yeah no I'm definitely gonna get that done and three four five months later maybe even a year still tinkering still yeah. tinkering um and there's lots of reasons why that that might be happening but um as long as you're tweaking and tinkering on that website and you're not getting it out there you're not going to be helping anybody um so that is one side and the other side is yeah obviously I work with people with their websites and I help them launch so thankfully so far as yet I haven't had any website builds that have, have sat not going live into the world mm-hmm. um but as we've discussed before obviously if the wording on that website isn't in line with that branding um and that mission then the website can be sitting there but it might not be reaching yeah. the people it should be reaching and so it collects its own version of digital dust because it's not getting picked up and and viewed by the people that need to be seeing it so um hence coming back to why we had that conversation we're like oh yeah we can kind of help each other's clear each other's digital dust (laughs) we are the solution to each other's problems or our clients problems so or to transmute that digital dust into digital gold dust yes because not not all of that stuff that you're you're gathering is um you know useless or frivolous there was a reason that you signed up for those freebies or that course um or have been saving that email in your inbox but if you're never actually going to action it and if when you come back to it you realize actually they are longer relevant for you why are you holding on to it no exactly and you know we don't think about that with our without emails that you know it takes energy to send and store those emails and so having a big cluttered inbox um is not helping the planet either which is something that i think a lot of people don't even think about and so definitely something that i'm more aware of um and you know unsubscribe from those ones that are really not going to be you know everyone we all have like a couple of emails where you enjoy them coming in or you you enjoy or you do take the time to read them other stuff um yeah have a bit of a clear out I've definitely been doing some unsubscribing because sadly you need to sign up with your email don't you for so many things so then you just get like endless emails coming through from things that you don't necessarily need yeah Um, so yeah being quite quite good on the old unsubscribe when it's that digital clutter yeah yeah 
um that's not a does this spark joy thing it's a do you even have the heads because I said to you about um a business newsletter yesterday um of someone that I'm signed up to and you said even if I were signed up I wouldn't have time to read it and I think a lot of people are in that position but as creators we obviously don't want to be creating newsletters that nobody ever reads no (laughs) I don't want to be sending sending stuff out that's just taking up space in your inbox and adding stress to you Mm. if if you don't have the capacity to read it it's cool totally cool to unsubscribe you can come back later it's not a permanent thing but if it's not if it's not helping you and it's adding to your already stretched capacity then yeah let it go and it's not always things that like it doesn't mean that you don't want to hear from that person or you're not interested in what they're doing I think um a concept that's come up in a book that I'm reading um is super poignant in that one of the hardest things actually is letting go of stuff that you do want to do or you do want to read or you do want to you know be part of but we have finite time and I think collecting digital dust is a prime example of not accepting Mm. that we have finite time and finite capacity and so that does it's got you know it's easier to let go of things that you don't want to do but it's much much harder to let go of the things that you do want to do but yeah you know that is part of the process and in its own way can be quite liberating and I'll come on to that point probably a bit more later but you can feel liberated in that idea of there is finite time there is finite things in my life and these are my order of priorities and that's what I choose and therefore you can't do everything but I think we we spend a lot of time trying to do everything and then not always getting very far because there's there's too much clutter around yeah and I think we're particularly guilty of this as business owners possibly more so as creatives the the jury's out on that one um Mm -hmm where we get all these amazing ideas um, and we feel like we must do them now. I've I've, I've had this this amazing idea, right, I need to action that right away. And I know part of that comes from that sort of um, Elizabeth Gilbert big magic piece of you get an idea and then if you don't action it, it'll go away and find someone who is ready to action it. I get that it's, there's there's part of that going on um but there has to be a a list really doesn't there of these are the great ideas this is what I can actually achieve and is is driving towards my mission right now so these are great but not for now yeah and if it is I'm a big believer of if, if it is something that is important enough it will keep coming back to you and you know that if if the idea keeps surfacing then that's quite a good indication of it's something that you really should take action on. And sometimes it's not a bad thing to realise that and have that at the right point. And that's kind of a bit like what happened with the podcast is like, we're having these conversations and we feel like there's not enough of that kind of conversation going on in the world. We should do something with it. And it was just that idea kept coming back to me, back to me, back to me. I never kind of set out and be like, I want to create a podcast. No. I thought that that would definitely not be what I'd want to be doing <laughs> you and me both I said for yeah. you I've no interest in starting a podcast and yet here we are here we are <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know it's that idea that kept surfacing and it supports mm. our mission so then that felt like the right action to take rather than being distracted by something else another little project to do it's like this actually is supporting very much supporting our missions and that's that's really the uh, crucial part is where the where the the line between between digital dust and digital gold dust comes from. Yeah, being honest with yourself as to what is really going to move the needle, and there's a whole host of reasons why we might not want to actually move the needle if we're really honest with ourselves, which mm. is a a deeper topic. But it is. 
yeah. one that we all face in various forms I think yeah and I think we'll probably touch on that to some degree during this conversation because um the way that digital dust shows itself in business and in life is kind of that busy work approach the so I've been reading um James Clear's Atomic Habits um mm -hmm. and there was a really key phrase in there um that highlights the difference between motion and action they sound they sound kind of like they're doing the same job um but actually with digital dust we're doing busy work so we're creating loads of stuff for social media and we're spreading ourselves really thinly because we think we should be doing stuff mm -hmm. um rather than coming from a place of intention and having built the foundations which is the digital gold dust which is action so I think a lot of that is going on in the business world and this sort of oh I've paid for it so I've taken action so like the example I gave of people getting their copywriting done taking that away and then never doing anything with it um we get the same thing um, with like the freebie downloads as well. Oh, well, I've, I've, I've signed up to it and I've downloaded it and I've stored it in the folder. So I've taken action, haven't I? Well, it's, it's a bit like gym membership, right? You yeah. sign, sign up to the gym in January. Oh, I'm a healthier person now. I already feel like, better. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel better. I've, I've, I've spent the money. It's the, the one and done thing. I've spent the money. I'm healthy now um, when obviously doesn't work if you don't then follow it with sustained aligned action yeah and I think one of the hard thing to grasp particularly in the current world we live in where things are instant and we are used to social media and things being very instant food delivery services all that kind of stuff our world is becoming you know you know the the uh, the example of people you know repeatedly putting the, pushing the button in the lift because the doors don't shut immediately <laughs> things like that you know that impatience and I think yeah. we have a lot of impatience with our businesses and there is that feeling and I totally I've done this myself where you know you want to take action on something you download the freebie or you register for the course or you read the book and maybe you read the whole book but if you don't then actually action what that book mm. is advising you to do or giving you those prompts then you're not really doing the work like you think you've done it but it's that's not gonna the the quick fix of this will solve the problem unless you actually as you say put that aligned action behind it it's it's the time you think you don't have to do the mm. deeper foundational work you're actually going to waste more time by trying to do the quick fix things. Yeah. And money. Because if you're, if you're paying someone for let's, let's say copywriting and you, you've spent out for it and then you take, so let's say it's a website, you take that away and then you leave that in a file folder somewhere for later and you never get it out or, you're going to end up feeling well poorer for a start because you spent out money and you've not got a return on it and you're not going to feel like it was money well spent are you then going to invest in stuff that your business needs in the future probably not because you've got this really great really great strong example of a time you spent money on your business and it didn't generate anything for you it's like a self-sabotaging cycle thing yeah. that I think we're kind of doing as business owners um, yeah and I think that that ties back in with the the tinkering mm -hmm. on the website you know not getting it out there and, and what is that reason for not getting out it, it's generally usually not to do with I haven't got the right photos no. or I haven't quite you know refined my sales page to how I want it's that form of procrastination and you know what are the reasons behind that truly 
And this brings me on to the quote that I wanted to share because there's um, in the book that I've been reading, 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. Um, I listened to a podcast he was on and I was like, okay, this sounds like potentially quite a life-changing book. Yeah. Um, Time Management for Mortals and <laughs> my reference earlier on um on how thing you know how we, we've all got finite time and things and he gave this really interesting example of um a fable in Persia so there's an architect in Persia who designed the most breathtaking and beautiful mosque um and it was so awe-inspiring um in its creation that people wanted to to buy it by the plans the designs from him steal them and he had builders um come to him begging um him to actually let them build it and he ruminated on it for three days and three nights and he burnt the plans this most beautiful creation ever he burnt the plans and in the book Oliver says he might have been a genius, but he was also a perfectionist. So the mosque of his imagination was perfect and it agonized him to contemplate the compromises that would be involved in making it real. And he goes on to say that we fail to see or refuse to accept that any attempt to bring our ideas into concrete reality must inevitably fall short of our dreams. No matter how brilliantly we succeed in carrying things off because reality, unlike fantasy, is a realm in which we don't have limitless control and can't possibly hope to meet our perfectionist standards. So he says that if you're procrastinating on something because you know you're worried that you won't do a good enough job, you can actually relax. Here's the liberating bit because it's quite a depressing thought <laughs> to start off with. But the liberating element is is that because being um, judged by the flawless standards of your imagination, you definitely won't do a good enough job. So you might as well just make a start, <laughs> you know? Brilliant. And that's the thing is, for me, I think it's having that, getting to that acceptance of, you know, if you are DIYing, obviously it's different, slightly different if you're getting professional help mm. with things. But if you are a DIYer that, having that acceptance in this will change this will refine so is it really worth me spending weeks months maybe years perfecting something that inevitably is gonna refine itself um, as businesses do so you might as well get it out it's probably never going to be quite as you imagine it in your mind anyway so get it out there stop building castles in the sky and focus on done is better than perfect now that's not to say put any old tosh out there um, no. because then of course we come back to digital dust um, yeah. if, if what you're putting out there isn't aligned doesn't come from foundations um, and is just noise for the sake of noise because oh I've heard that you should be doing as a business owner or you know my mate Kathy said I should be on Instagram so I'm on Instagram but I don't really know what I'm doing I don't know why I'm doing it and I'm not getting anything from it and I don't even know if my clients mm -hmm. are using it mm. I, I had someone that was you know doing a big thing on on TikTok really pushing TikTok because some influencer said Instagram's dead everything's on TikTok and you've got a limited <laughs> window to catch this big wave and I was like but are your clients on TikTok? Maybe they are. Probably not though. No, and I've um, had this, this conversation with clients time and time again. Oh, well, I know I should be on such and such. Um, oh, I know I know I should be posting on Instagram. Okay, well, I've noticed that you've got a LinkedIn profile that you haven't updated for ages and you're not posting out of. Um, why is that? Oh, well, I don't I don't really like it as a space or I have never really got to grips with it. Okay. Um, but then once we've done their ideal client work, we established that there's a whole corporate element to their ideal client. Okay. 
So LinkedIn is kind of where a lot of your ideal clients are hanging out. And they're not they're not taking action on Facebook or Instagram or whatever other one that you've been told that you should be running and you're kind of doing and you've 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 said yourself in so many words I'm just making noise on there to show up um I just I just duplicate what I put on the other platforms and I auto schedule it out and I don't really don't really do anything else on there well that's that's digital dust right there and that's not that's just taking your energy away even if you're only auto scheduling it and only duplicating only duplicating what you've put on other platforms it takes mental capacity from you and you're spreading yourself super thinly and doing something because you've been told you should rather than because you want to because it brings you joy because you're helping people which is what you signed up to do yeah and there's not necessarily a criticism is it because that's what those those platforms are exactly designed to mm-hmm. do that and to suck your time and energy and oh yeah you know so it's coming back to you know that's that's why it's so um amazing again as we keep banging on about over and over again to do that foundational work because if you come back as you say if you come back to those client avatars that ideal client then that gives you that refocus of like okay being honest with myself is this going to be moving my business forward is this where my ideal clients are hanging out is this going to help me help more people and you can have that kind of barometer I guess to come back to and be like well no this I need to make some hard choices coming back to the we all have finite time and capacity to be brutally honest with yourself and accept that you know there are going to be some platforms that are not worth putting your energy into absolutely so yeah spreading yourself too thin creates that digital dust yeah and and then you end up feeling exhausted frustrated resentment overwhelmed overwhelmed everything feels insurmountable like I've got all of this stuff to do no but you don't know you could you could streamline it strip it right back go back to the absolute core basics and you wouldn't necessarily you would probably gain rather than losing anything yeah it's kind of being that that honest with yourself Mm. and I think also it can be really overwhelming when you things have that knock-on effect don't they when you start thinking of like if I do this thing then it's like and I had a bit of a conversation with a client yesterday who I'm um helping out with my designer for a day Mm. service where I kind of take that um to-do list off of clients and help them actually take the action that you know sometimes people want to but just don't have the time or the energy or the technical know-how um so I love kind of helping jump in and, and help them with that and you know we went through a process of like okay if we're if we're changing this on the website and that the branding's been updated so we need to and it's like oh yeah but then that connects to the lead magnet and it connects to the landing page and then it oh god here we go like it turns from one simple job into into a massive job and I think it's quite easy for people to think oh my god there's so much it all connects to everything else and then you get stuck in that paralysis yeah Um, and it's so easy to think well I I won't bother doing that one thing because there's a million other things that are connected to it and sometimes you've just got to be like well it's okay it's not you know it's not always you can't do everything at once so just start with one thing get that right that's why we tend to start from website because it's yours you own it um yeah. at some Not point we're gonna down. we're gonna inevitably have a, a a rant about people only running their websites through facebook pages um <laughs> that's one for another episode <laughs> um but your website is you own it it's your digital sanctuary it's your hub of all your content it's yeah. your core messaging you can then spread out from there which is why we start at that point yeah that lovely that lovely digital home that your your tribe can gather around and um and be drawn into yeah yeah so um shall we talk about actions for reducing digital dust i know we've kind we've kind of touched on a few of them anyway as we've been running through um but as a sort of a a key go-to point 
in the show notes um, of what actions to take to reduce digital dust. Yeah. I think that's helpful, isn't it, for, for listeners that, um, you know, to have a few things to take away and, and maybe action is is great, isn't it? Because we're talking about doing the action and not doing the yeah doing the digital dust procrastinating. Um, yeah, from my from my side, I think with you know with the website and the tinkering and the <laughs> the too many things um, is really kind of coming back to the the strategy of what do you want your website to do for your clients and then you've really got to step into um thinking about what they need and where they are on their journeys and I talk about this a lot with my clients of like what stage are they at in that journey because it's very it's very easy to think that people are looking for you Mm. but you're probably not using the same terminology that your clients are using you know I I did some some SEO work with a client and I was like you think you describe yourself as this you know nutrition's a great one this comes up quite a lot you know people are searching for you know an IBS nutritionist and I always kind of say well do your clients know that they need a nutritionist are they at that stage in their journey? Like how long have they been doing that journey? And what have they tried before? Yeah. You know, or are they looking up things around bloating and why am I bloated all the time or why am I uncomfortable and things that and the other that they might not necessarily have got to that piece yet that nutrition and lifestyle plays a massive role in helping with those symptoms and this can be applied to to many things um if they are at that stage then great we're we're attracting you know the people and I'm sure obviously you talk about this with with in terms of the copying a lot um that that could lead them on a very different journey so if you're tinkering and playing and not really you know you're not sure what you're doing then you just got to come back to that strategy of of what do I want this to achieve for my clients what information do they need and how should that be surfaced to them um so I think that can really help guide and stop some of that endless tinkering absolutely we we love the have a go heroes don't get us wrong um you need to have a go in order to work yeah. out what works for you and what doesn't and what you love in your business and what you need to outsource um, there comes a point when the tinkering needs to stop it's just fiddling for motion's sake rather than action's sake yeah and you just get too much in your own head then so then you kind of can't see the wood <laughs> for the trees uh, and I've been there myself yeah the we, days. We, we come from the perspective of we've done we've done these silly things um, um we probably still do them to an extent um that's why we talk about them um and I think kind of hanging off of what you've said there about the strategy is hitting pause (laughs) you actually need to hit pause because if you're in this sort of reaction heightened emotional state mode which goes hand in hand with that exhaustion and burnout um that occurs alongside digital dust you're not going to be able to make a clear and aligned decision so you need to come into right am I in motion and doing that ticking the box thing or am I in action mode which is driving towards my mission so you need to pause create a little bit of space and then get back into strategy bigger picture um, rather than diving into all of the to-doing stuff yeah and, so, and often a lot of that is driven by what you see other other people doing and you know the internet is full of everyone saying you know you should be yeah. doing this and you should be launching that and you should be writing this and you should be oh, should should oh god <laughs> I hate should um and that's why you know we love the you know creating a life and business on your own terms because yeah, it's good to try different things and see what works for you and what doesn't. But 
if something really doesn't work for you, then there's no point keep hammering your, hammering your head against it, trying to think mm-hmm. that that's going to move the needle forward because it, it really won't. No, absolutely not. Are there any other actions that you think people should take? I think with this kind of thing, I think, it, you know, it can it can kind of go quite a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously that is, you know, I'm not qualified enough to dive into some of those things. But I think one thing that, you know, I've heard other business owners talk about and it is something that um, isn't always obvious is the fear that mm-hmm. comes around with actually putting stuff out there because while we're collecting that lovely little digital dust we're safe aren't we oh yeah um, and it feels know. good it's like good I'm doing. to be downloading these these freebies and signing up for these courses and paying for a gym membership that I'll never use and that that stuff gives you that immediate sort of dopamine hit doesn't yeah. it yeah exactly um but something yeah that I think you know is not always apparent is is that fear of success mm-hmm. you know we have the fear of like being criticized or being judged for something what we're saying what we're putting out there um but also it is it I think quite often we d- we misread it um that actually it, it could be a fear of, of being successful yeah of, what if I, I win yeah. yeah can I handle that if I if I if my inbox is suddenly flooded with people who want to work with me, am I equipped for that? Who am I to be doing that? And then if I'm fully booked, am I going to go down on that whole road of burnout, which is what I've been trying to avoid? Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe what I should do is I should just stay small and safe and accumulate a few more freebies. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're really gonna, they're really going to help me and not make me goes. feel like more overwhelmed with more <laughs> downloads. Yeah. Than I could possibly action in one lifetime yeah a bitch of a vicious cycle that one yeah yeah and I've been there as well so definitely being kinder to ourselves and acknowledging that this this thing is going on and it's quite a deep seated thing um, yeah I think as you say like kind of creating that bit of space and, and while you're in that space having having that compassion and it's it's sometimes a lot of people say that you know have more compassion for yourself and it can feel like okay I don't really know what that that looks like Mm. but you know all these things are really human qualities aren't they and they are designed in such a way to help our survival it's just that it's not quite in tune with with the with the modern world and and couple that with the social media addiction and Mm. the you know impatience of instant gratification from from everywhere um it can be a pretty toxic mix and it can that in it that in itself can feel quite overwhelming to ways to wet your way out of so Mm. you know again it's coming back to those foundations isn't it yeah absolutely um a bit more brutal with with being realistic about your time and that's definitely an action personally I am going to take away from this episode because I definitely need to be a lot more realistic of what I can get done um and where my attention is is going so I'm gonna be a working progress with you guys and and take some take some of these actions too I'm gonna be hitting some unsubscribe buttons good, good. yeah got to create some of that space space boundaries it's all it's all good stuff and feeding the soul isn't it yeah you know? again that's that's a really big part of it of of um part of that creating space is we're not we can't human beings not the human doings and as much as you want to take the actions and the aligned actions you also need to couple that with with finding things that are joyful and that replenish the soul um because you can be so much more aligned in your actions when you when you have the space to take them yeah and actually that's a funny one because what you're feeling when you're creating that can be felt at the other end um I know you saw I posted on LinkedIn basically about this yesterday of I weird people out quite frequently because I read something they've written and go 
were you having a wobble when you wrote that? And they go, yeah. Or were you feeling uncomfortable about this this particular section, which is usually around sales or talking about themselves? Like, um, yeah. What? What's going on there? Are you like some kind of weird mind reader? No, no, it's not that. It's not ESP. It's not some kind of weird, <laughs> weird voodoo shit coming on. It is the fact that when you are in that headspace of doing for the sake of doing, um, and not feeding your soul, that vibe comes through at the other end. You 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 can read it. Um, so you either creating empty stuff or creating stuff that's really hesitant or got weird turns of phrase in it or it's like really stayed in corporate I see quite yeah. a lot of that <laughs> uh, because it's safe um me. <laughs> but it, <laughs> we, we have done that one we have. we've been like there's a corporate layer here isn't there yep yep <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> were you having a wobble yeah you're not really feeling that client avatar are you no that that is probably a should rather than a yeah this is who I want to work with but I think what's important with this whole digital dust thing and what we're talking about here is is if you're not feeling it they're not feeling it <laughs> it it comes through yeah, it's, it does. It, it's not witchcraft or anything it's it's the words that you use and the mindset that you're in when you're generating them same with you know design and all that sort of stuff as well that is received at the other end whether you intend it to be or not yeah so what would be your reaction on that if you're aware that you're not quite feeling that what you're producing or what you're doing is the right course of action um it'll be different for everyone but my thing is usually to step back um and stop this the the to-do list right okay well that's gonna have to wait because yeah. I need nourishment I need to get outside and out of my head I need to go for walks um and um explore creativity I think this is, we were talking about this ahead of the re recording this morning explore yeah. something outside of your to-do list and your client work whatever that lights you up that will then help you with creating stuff when you come back to it it's just shifting your mindset really um i did do a linkedin pulse article this week about the mindset gremlins that we need to tackle and there is some stuff in there as well um about tackling this issue but i think mostly it comes down to just creating space for yourself stepping back from it and coming back to that strategy piece of your, yeah. your, your foundations and your values your mission your who you're here to serve it, it flows so much more easily when you come from that it space can, yeah totally agree and I think a problem is that it can feel counterproductive to mm. take time that mm -hmm. precious time to create the space because you're not doing therefore you don't feel like you're achieving or accomplishing anything and we we get stuck in that headspace so yeah it's sort of trusting that by going for that walk taking that time creating that space that you it's a, it's a typical thing isn't it like the ideas come when you're in the shower or yeah. I, they I was come just gonna say <laughs> how many times have you had your best ideas when you've either just woken up when you're in the shower or when you're out walking the dog or something completely separate I can't tell you how many blog posts I've written in my mind oh, yeah. whilst oh, yeah. out cycling. And that's yeah. really tricky because there's you can't just quickly nope. no, put a note on your phone <laughs> or like, get your notebook out. <laughs> like, no, I'm on a bike in the middle of traffic. I definitely can't suddenly write down my brainwave for a blog post. But literally in my head, I've written in obviously I'm concentrating. Mm. Um, but you know, those ideas come and then I'm like, oh great. And then you know quite often they drift off again by the time I've actually got to a place where I can write them down but that just proves how giving yourself that space mm. um the the real true things start to those really aligned things start to yeah. bubble and surface up if you give yourself the the space to do it and um yeah and often society doesn't 
allow that you know I found that in my corporate work of like if I go out for a walk I was in the creative industry so I needed that you know get those creative juices flowing um if I go out for a walk to to just renumerate and think about some of those things it's like people are going to think that I'm just skiving off and I'm yeah. working away from my desk you know and it's, yeah. it's ridiculous like that is part of the process but we don't we don't foster that because it looks like we're not doing something well we do we do the uh the corporate space that we have kind of been raised in and our society as a whole um values production over the process Mm. generally yeah which is why we kind of like going back to um you know bringing back some of those traditional ways of working but you know the, the some of the processes in a way that before our culture changed into that high productive commercially driven um environment that you know as humans we used to have that space on a, on a on a more regular basis yeah absolutely mm. that's that slow and steady thing yeah and oh it, it all ties together doesn't it all these it themes absolutely. <laughs> and they, they're going to keep doing it yeah that's for sure exactly. we will certainly be coming back to that great well, i, I feel that's... like yeah all <laughs> natural uh end to that to the digital dust problem hopefully people are feeling a little bit more empowered to take some of those actionable steps mm. um to bring back that bit of shimmer yes to their what businesses we like to see. And lives. <laughs> well thank you very much sammy another brilliant conversation and uh we'll see everyone in the next episode yeah take care everyone bye bye Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Digital Gold Dust podcast. We're sure you took away a smidgen of shimmer from this one. We'd be ever so chuffed if you'd join our circle of subscribers. Do hit the subscribe button to keep up with our latest conversations. If you've thoughts to share about this topic or you'd like to get in touch with either of us about our work, you'll find our contact details in the show notes. And if you're a purpose-led brand keen to spread the word by becoming a sponsor of the Digital Gold Dust podcast, of course, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay golden.